Hey there, Rachel Wilson here, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to my bite-sized podcast to help guide, inform, and help you deal with your child's sleep from newborn to four years old. Sleep strategies, interviews, and informed information to give you the confidence to help your child form happy and healthy sleep habits and parenting skills for yourself. Let's get into it. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world. Uh, Welcome to this week's podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about my favourite sleep sacks. It's been a long time since I've uh, used any sleep sacks on my babies. They're in proper big beds now with cosy duvets. Um, But sleep sacks are always something that I'm asked about um, by my clients and especially those ones who are transitioning out of this hospital, oh, I can't speak today, transitioning out of the swaddle. And they wonder what is the best sleep sack to purchase for your baby. So here I am. I'm going to be talking about all of this today in this week's podcast. And with so many different options on the market, it can be really hard to decide what is the best one to go for. So hopefully this podcast will, uh, will help you make decisions. Um, like I said, there's so many different options on the market and with so many high street stores that stock them, such as Marks and Spencer's and Sainsbury's in the UK, you you might feel like, oh, well, is this the only option? Are they any good? What if there's other things out there? And you just want to dig a little bit deeper and explore other options. So what, what should you be looking for? Let's start with this. What should you be looking for in a sleep sack? Well, there's a few things. Okay, so first of all, I would always recommend to have a breathable material. Okay, you don't want fleece. That's a big no-no. Um, you want to have a breathable material, 100% cotton or bamboo, which is really great, especially for children who are um, prone to eczema, um, or a merino wool. Okay, merino is a really popular choice um, because it really helps regulate the body's temperature. It keeps the baby warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Really strange, but true. Um, you've, you need to have something that's washable, that's easily washable. You can stick it in the washing machine done. You don't want to be faffing around with any hand washing items here. Um, and you're gonna have to have at least three in your drawer because you're gonna put one on your baby at nighttime. They may need a change in the middle of the night and maybe in the morning when they've woken up they've pooped all over it so you need to have another one to use for the naps that day and you can wash the other two so make sure you've got at least three in the drawer okay make sure you look for the british safety standard uh mark on the labels for baby sleep bags okay now it is voluntary by the manufacturer whether they want to put that standard mark on their sleep bags okay there will be a code on the label so you might want to make your own research in this um because regulations often change so when i was looking into this um it did you know the, the research i came up was saying that it is voluntary voluntary by the manufacturer whether they want to put that british safety standard mark onto their labels okay now other things that you want to look for okay things that you might not have thought and so I'm just going to go through them now with you okay so number one 
The neckline must be the appropriate size for the child and not too big because you don't want your baby wriggling and slipping down inside of the sleep bag, even though their arms are out. If you've got a six-month-old baby and you're using an 18-month-old sleep bag, it's going to be way too big for them, okay? And they're going to be able to wriggle inside, and that's obviously going to cause a safe sleep hazard. You want to, you know, you want to use a sleep sack that is designed for the age of your child. Um, make sure any labels are not looped. So... You know, some labels on clothes are looped, so you could like, you know, you could use it to hang it on a peg. You don't want any of that because they might catch their little toes, fingers, something inside there, okay? You don't want to have any long threads in the stitching, so make sure there's no loose threads. You don't want them pulling it, and certainly, you know, if there are super long threads, some, you know, I have seen it, it sounds really strange, but I have seen it, people putting long strings and ribbons on the zips, um, because sometimes you might find it, they might find it difficult to find the zip in the middle of the night to change nappies. So they put a really long thread on there or a ribbon to find that zip and open it easily. No, that's a big no-no for obvious reasons. You don't want their child playing with um, long threads to wrap it around their neck or their arms, their fingers, their um, their wrists. It's a safe sleep hazard. Um, zips must only be there for the purpose of opening and closing the uh, the sleep bag and not for any decorative reasons zips only on the front or at the side and um, obviously the zip would be at the back for those little wrigglers who are taking their sleep sacks off and we put it on backwards um, but zips just have them for the purpose only no fancy zips anywhere else poppers again just for the purpose not for decorative reasons a sleep bag is just needs to be simple we're sleeping in it. It's not for playtime. And um, make sure those poppers are really, really securely um, attached to the sleep bag. You know, if you're going to a um, a handmade farmer's market and someone is sitting there making sleep bags that look beautiful, just check the poppers and the zips and any loose threads there. Okay. Um, the shoulder poppers are are really handy. But again, you, you don't want them loose and you don't want them too, too difficult that you can't actually undo them. Some poppers can be really difficult and you're really trying to um, pull them really hard to, to open. And again, in the middle of the night, changing nappies or changing sleep bags, if you're sort of wrestling with poppers in the middle of the night, that's not so much fun, is it? Again, if it's too easy, your child may unpop them and they'll be able to wriggle inside the, um, the sleep bag, Okay. Sleep bags must adhere to fire safety regulations. So just check that on the label as well, okay? <clears throat> now, inverted commas, a normal sleep sack should be fine. You know, if you pick one up in Marks and Spencer's, Sainsbury's, local high street store, they should be absolutely fine. Just check all of these points before you purchase and you're happy with it. Do not use a weighted sleep bag, okay? A lot of people will opt to get a weighted sleep bag because they think it is going to solve their child's sleep issues and challenges at night. Because as soon as maybe you put your hand on your baby um, and apply a little bit of pressure, they go back to sleep. So, of course, let's get a weighted sleep bag that is a little bit heavy on their tummy um, and they feel that pressure, think it's mum's or dad's hand 
and they go back to sleep. No, okay? Please, if you're thinking about getting a weighted sleep sack, speak to your GP first. Um, recent regulations have changed and any weighted sleep sacks or um, blankets have to be approved by your GP first, okay? When your little one starts to roll around in the cot as well, they might find it hard or really uncomfortable if they've got this weighted bag on them, okay? Um, so just, you know, don't get it. Go and speak to your GP first, okay? Your baby is going to sleep longer stretches of time when they're good and ready developmentally um, and when they don't have all these sleep associations in place and they're medically clear, you know, they don't have any issues with the ENT or tongue ties or anything else going on um, and they've got that super skill to fall asleep independently, it's not going to be because you've bought them a weighted sleep bag. My top three favorites, okay, number one, Simple Easy The Grow Company. This was my go-to for simple, easy sleep sacks for both Leo and Chloe, okay. Um, they have a huge array of colors and sizes ranging from six months um, up to, I think, gosh, now it was about 10 years old when I did my research. Um, they are all either British standard or Australian safety standard approved, okay. Um, Tog weight from 0.2 to 3.5, so really depending on the time of year and the room temperature season, um, they will have a sleep sack that is appropriate for the temperature, okay? So really hot summers, you just might want a 0.2 tog, um, and really cold winters, you're going to go for a 3.5. Most have got zips up the side, poppers on the shoulders, um, some have got the front openings. I always personally preferred the side because when I went to Leo or Chloe, I unpopped the shoulders, undid the side zipper, and I pulled the sleep sack off like a blanket, and I could lift them in and out, and I didn't have to um, pull their arms out of the shoulders that didn't have poppers there, and that was, you know, you sort of, that was just a bit uncomfortable, I think. Um, and then, you know, sort of pulling it open. If it's got a zipper down the front, you're sort of pulling open the sleep sack and then it all just gets crumpled and everything. I found that frustrating. Others don't. Um, that's why they have different different designs, I guess. Um, now, the Grow Company, they've got... You can get them in the UK, France, Germany and Australia. They distribute in John Lewis, Boots, and Amazon um, as well. They have teamed up with Tommy TP. So you might, you know, if you go and Google the Grow Company, you might come up with Tommy TP website um, because they've merged and they've, they've, they've collaborated, they've gone together. So I'll put all these links in the show notes for you to go and have a scout about in there as well. <clears throat> now, um, number two, um, my next favorite is the Merino Kids. Slightly more expensive than the Grow Company because we are dealing with Merino wool here. Their sleep bags are 100% natural fibers. Um, they've got some really beautiful, simple colors, simple designs, no frills. The Merino wool is 100% breathable. It regulates your baby's body temperature. Um, and like I said, they're a little bit more expensive than the cotton choices they're really really pretty and they're really soft and really really nice um don't be put off by how thin they are um it, it's merino wool it does 
it does the job. Um, they're 100% wash, machine washable, okay? So you can stick them in the washing machine and hang them out to dry absolutely fine. Um, and they've also got a slot to pop in a seatbelt through them. So if you are um, out and about and your baby is in their sleep bag, you can keep them in their sleep bag into the car. But obviously, make sure that they're not going to overheat, okay? So that's a whole other podcast to talk about car safety. Um, but just, you know, be aware of that. Um, the design, again, with Merino Kids sleep bags, the zippers are up the side. It's got one shoulder popper. Um, really easy, simple. I love the softness of them and how thin they were. Um, and I think Leo, um, we were given one when Leo was born and he really liked it and he felt like he had a lot of room to move about and could do so easily without like a big sort of thick sleep bag all bunching up around him. Uh, my third sleep sack, my third one that I recommend highly is the Love to Dream sleep sacks. <clears throat> now the stage two, the stage one is the swaddles with the arms up swaddle. I'm talking about the stage two sleep sacks here, okay? Swaddles, again, another podcast. Um, the Love to Dream, they're really popular, really popular. Um, they've got a great range of really inoffensive patterns. The colours of their sleep sacks are really nice, simple greys and whites. And they are... They're designed to also help transition from, if you've gone from the swaddle to the sleep sack, and then from um, the sleep sack to nothing as well. Um, the transition from the swaddle to the sleep sack, they have these shoulder compartments where the arms are, because it's arms up swaddle, and you can zip them off, and you can do one at a time. So when you are transitioning to the sleep sack, you can just have one arm free for a few days and then you can release the other arm, okay? Um, the rest of the body stays tight and snug in, in the sleep sack. They're really great. And they also do sleep bags with legs. So a lot of parents will report to me that, you know, they don't like the sleep bags, they can't walk in them or they feel like they're, you know, they're all trapped and they prefer to have legs on them. Then this is a really great option. I love to dream um, sleep bags with legs. Um, again, I really like them. Slow and gentle transition from the swaddle to the sleep bag. Um, they have TOG ratings from 1 to 2.5. So if you're looking for something super, super snug and warm and cozy for cold winters, then I would probably go with the grow bag. Um, but any other times of the year, the love to dream is, uh, is really great. Um, they have a website, as everything does these days, and also I know uh, Jojo Baby Mammal stocks them as well. So there we go, short, quick podcast all about sleep sacks for you today. Um, I will put all the links in the show notes for you. If you've got any questions about, um, about sleep sacks or the podcast today, or you have a topic that you would like me to discuss on the podcast, or you would like to be featured on a podcast um please feel free to get in touch just send me an email link in the show notes um and get in touch i love to hear from from anyone and all of you so please do so and please i would really really appreciate um uh, a rate and review on the podcast it really helps the podcast reach more people out there and certainly with um anxious mums out there who are 
not sure about any of the topics that I discuss on the podcast, it can really help reduce their anxieties and know that there's somebody out there rooting for them and able to answer your questions. All right, everybody, I'll let you get on with your day and I will catch you next time. Bye for now. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please see the show notes for all the links mentioned and don't forget to subscribe, share, rate and review and come follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. If you have a topic you would like me to cover, drop me an email at rachel at rachelwilsonsleepconsultant.com. See you next time.